everybody. How you doing today? It's me again. It's Russell Mills, uh, January 15th, uh, 2021. I want to say hello. I hope everybody's blessed today. I just wanted to ask you guys a question. How did you guys feel about that violence that happened in D.C.? Um, on January 6th when everybody was storming the Capitol building. I thought that was very, um, I thought that was just very stupid. And uh, I thought that was very, like, emotional about a lot of things. Like I said, I, I, you know, I always say to people all the time, we can be angry about a lot of things in this world. And, you know, stuff makes me upset because again, just like anything else, like we all get upset about certain things that, that happen in this life. But I feel like it was so bad. I'm gonna just play you guys this real quick. Donald Trump supporters storming the Capitol building in Washington, D.C., where inside, the final chapter on his presidency was being written. After two months of festering anger, inflamed by Trump's claims of a stolen election, the president addressed his diehard followers in person. His words unleashed the crowd, resulting in anarchy and scenes the world is struggling to comprehend. Pummeling the doors of democracy. Four years of anger. Four years of hate. Four years of hurt. Spilling from the streets into the halls reserved for power. powerless, woefully underprepared as protesters armed and unmasked took over. They had earlier been rallied by their leader. We will never give up, we will never concede, it doesn't happen, you don't concede when there's because you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength and you have to be strong. Again, willing his vice president to defy the constitution. Mike Pence is going to have to come through for us. But at the other end of Pennsylvania Avenue, the president's false hope was fading. The joint sitting of Congress began ratifying Joe Biden's election win, Republican allies abandoning Donald Trump. This election were overturned by mere allegations from the losing side. Our democracy would enter a death spiral as Donald Trump's allies abandoned the republic. Let's have trial by combat! The crowd swarming and then storming Capitol Hill. Under the Capitol Rotunda, where presidents, priests, statesmen and soldiers have laid, they stood, demanding an election be overturned. Senators forced to shelter, representatives taking cover as Capitol Police, guns drawn, were eyed by protesters behind a bookshelf barricade. Shots were fired, a protester killed by police. We would rather die free than live tyranny. 
demonstrators breaching the Senate chamber, posing for pictures in the well where the Vice President had sat moments before, stealing lecterns, plaques, and in the Speaker's office, an armed man sat with his feet on a desk, leaving a note and taking a souvenir. It says, we the people. I put a quarter on her desk for this. It had my blood on it. It's so it's mine now. Why did you want to go in? American flags replaced with those bearing the president's name while the ghosts of the Civil War resurfaced 150 years later. freely is protected by the First Amendment, so too the freedom of the press. This is not dissent. It's disorder. It's chaos. Order's on sedition. And it must end now. The Electoral College votes still in their box are salvaged and stashed in a secret location. I call on President Trump. Go on national television now to fulfill his oath and defend the Constitution and demand an end to this siege. Instead, the president took to Twitter. I know you're pain. I know you're hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us, but you have to go home now. We have to have peace. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened, where they could take it away from all of us, from me, from you, from our country. Twitter suspending the president's account, Facebook blocking the video for inciting violence. As Night Falls police are escalating their attempts, we are to move everyone away in front of the Capitol. And it is getting violent, a lot of people are resisting. National Guard mobilised, fighting to take back the capital at the instruction of Mike Pence, not the president. Tear gas and stun grenades, riot shields and batons. From George W. Bush, this is how election results are disputed in the Banana Republic, not our Democratic Republic. Barack Obama calling it a moment of great dishonour and shame for our nation. The Congress eventually pleaded for return. Violence never wins. Freedom wins. And this is still the people's house. I can only think of two times in American history that individuals laid siege to our capital. One was in the War of 1812. And the other one was today. This time, we brought this hell upon ourselves. November's election moments away from being ratified, 13 hours after debate started and still two weeks before Joe Biden takes power. We've been in peace. There's been no violence. No, nothing was destroyed. No one was hurt. We're not running shit down. Will you go home now? No. Why not? Because we're Americans and we fight until they can't put us in a grave. Almost four years to the day that the president was inaugurated, he leaves behind an America few recognize. U.S. correspondent Amelia Adams joins us now from Washington, D.C. And Amelia, it's a house of cards at the White House tonight. 
It is Georgie, and it's starting to look like it might finally fall. There are growing calls from Democrats and some Republicans from Donald Trump to be impeached again. Uh, cabinet members are talking about invoking the 25th Amendment to remove him from office. Three White House officials have resigned, including the Deputy National Security Advisor. As for the President, he is holed up inside the White House right now. For once, we don't know what he's thinking because he has been blocked by Twitter for 12 hours for those latest tweets said to incite violence, and that violence has now claimed four lives. That one person shot dead by police and three others, we're told, died in medical emergencies. 52 people have been arrested. Police have just told me that they're going to be putting up a huge security fence here right around the Capitol building in the coming hours, and the D.C. mayor has just extended this city's emergency order until after inauguration, which gives you a pretty good idea, Georgie, of exactly what authorities are preparing for here in Donald Trump's final 12 days in office. Amelia Adams, we appreciate the update. Thank you. And in another blow for the Republican Party today, the Democrats have won Georgia's runoff elections and the balance of power in the Senate. The victory takes away the Republicans' ability to block Joe Biden's most ambitious goals when he enters the White House as president in two weeks. Counting votes in Georgia's fierce runoff elections and hanging in the balance control of the United States Senate. We sure didn't take the most direct path to be here. But we are now here. Here we are. And it feels like a brand new day. Democrats breathing a sigh of relief, with Senators-elect Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff defeating two incumbent Republicans to take control of the chamber. Their historic victories paved the way for a powerful Biden-Harris administration. Democrats now in control of the Senate, the House and the White House for the first time in a decade, making Joe Biden's agenda more achievable, from bold climate change legislation to more economic relief and expanding health care benefits. The president-elect calling his senators to congratulate them, tweeting, together we'll get it done. What happened last night is stunning. Uh, we flipped the state and it took a lot of hands to do that. It's the result of giving people their voice, quite frankly. Those voters alongside others stood up last night and they sent a clear message to Washington that... Uh, this is the people's democracy. Beating Republican Kelly Loeffler, Reverend Warnock is now the first black senator from the state. And 33-year-old John Ossoff will be the youngest person elected to the U.S. Senate in 40 years. And he has a close connection to Australia. Ossoff's mother was born and raised in Sydney before moving to the United States. I want to thank the people of Georgia for participating in this election. Everybody who cast your ballot, everybody who put your faith and confidence in our democracies capacity to deliver the representation that we deserve. Georgian election officials were quick to shut down claims from President Donald Trump that the Democrats' wins were rigged. No evidence of any irregularities. The, the biggest thing we've seen is from the president's um, fertile mind of finding fraud where none exists. And though the country feels so close to a new chapter, the previous chapter is certainly not over. In the United States, Alexis Dash, Nine News. Charles Croucher joins me now on the day. So I just want to say to people, as you just saw or heard, depending on situation, again, like I said, we need to stop being so damn emotional. Again, you know, like I said, those people that did that, they were wrong. Okay, you don't, you don't, you don't, 
you know, it's like, I understand we're all hurting right now as American people in this country. We're hurting bad, okay? And those people in the government, they suck, okay? They're terrible. But unfortunately, we can't do that. We can't, you know, fight fire with fire. Unfortunately, we have to unite and have a game plan as us as American people. That's what we have to do. And again, at the end of the day, this is how it is. It's like, I don't agree with Trump. I don't agree with Giuliani. I don't agree with none of these people. You know, again, like I said, violence isn't cool. And, and again, they shouldn't have done that. And that's why I tell people all the time, it's not worth it. You know what I'm saying? But these people in power, they don't care about us as, as, as American people. They don't care. They say they do, but they don't. You know what I'm saying? And again, I feel like those people were very emotional. And again, what are those? And, and is it worth it when you're going to get arrested and, and do uh, prison time and jail time for that? And go to court and you know what I'm saying, especially knowing the fact that we got a virus going around that's, you know, with other things that is, that's killing you, that's, you know, that people are getting infected every day and the states are, you know, rising. So I don't know, man. Like I say to people, you know, you know, and it's crazy because they just impeached Donald Trump again. And it's like, to me, what's the point? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I said, to me, what's the point? The man's already not going to be in office, you know what I mean? Granted, he's, he's been a jackass and stuff like that and, um, in this administration. He's shown his ass way too much, you know what I'm saying? He acted like a crybaby being on Twitter, uh, you know what I'm saying? And again, you saw all those people. But I, I say this. If those, it seems like there was a lot of white people over there at the Capitol building in D.C. And I guarantee if it was, if it was black people like that, we probably would have been it would have been a lot of bodies over there dead. Okay? So like I say to people, it's not worth it. It's not, it's not worth, you know, doing all that stuff. But you know what? Again, we as the people need to understand who we are and um, not fight and not be violent towards each other. It's not worth it. So that's why I say violence doesn't always solve anything. Yeah, do I get angry and upset? Of course, about a lot of things. Yes, I do. But at the end of the day, you know, you have to change your behavior and you have to, it's all about behavior. And that behavior over there in, in, in the Capitol building was disgraceful. You know, you talk about your American people, but you're destroying properties and, and stuff like that. That's not cool. So again, I don't co-sign none of that crap and it's dumb, you know what I mean? So I want to say to everybody, you know, you get what you deserve. If you want to be a foolish person, you're going you're gonna to do jail time and get arrested. And again, I've, you know, I've done stupid stuff and arrested in my life. Bad, you know, you, you, know you, you pay the crime, you do the time. That's it. And thank God I didn't do, you know, a lot of time. Thank God, you know what I mean, for what I've done. But I'm just telling you. But feel free to check out my YouTube channel. My name is Russell Mills, R-U-S-S-E-L-L-M-I-L-L-S, May 22nd, 2017. My first video was Why Black People Settle for Less. So everybody, take care, be safe. You know, um, try to just do what you can because again, with this virus going on, we don't know what's gonna happen. It's probably gonna happen for many years now, I'm assuming. So we just gotta stay safe, keep our family safe, our children safe. Everybody take care. God bless you. Bye.